previously on Roll Gay Roleplay. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay real play D&D podcast. I am Anna Mikatronic, and sometimes the first two minutes is the most important. In the bedroom! <laughs> that never gets old. Oh, I love that joke so much. Anyway, here is the first two minutes of every episode of this season. We start our story at the Bailing You Out Detective Agency. Hey, can't you read the sign? I'm cooking. It's dinner time. We're back at like 8 p.m. Oh, I didn't see the sign. I was hoping you could help me out urgently. I've got a case for you. Well, uh, you're looking kind of skinny. Would you like some soup? We can eat dinner together. (laughs) I don't know how fast you can work, but I've got kind of an urgent case I need done tonight. Are you uh, available for that? Of course, pretty lady. Are we talking cheating, embezzlement, someone owe you something that they're not giving you? I'm concerned that my husband is cheating on me. He's been coming home late every night for months now. A pretty lady like you? Ugh, man, is a sin. I'm hoping it isn't true, which is why I need your discretion on this. Because if it's not true, I'd like to stay in this marriage. It's quite a lucrative marriage, if you know what I mean. But if he is cheating, I need to know so I can take half his stuff. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Smart woman. No passion in this marriage, but you definitely have your head. Hi, dear. Um, my name is uh, Rexwell. What's your name? I'm Pamela Dionysus. The name's got double L's and the body's got double D's. Hi, Pamela. His name's Tommy Wasabi. He owns the smoke shop around the corner called French 80. If you need to get into our house, we got a key under our pot plant in the garden. Nice. Uh, I, um, not... I think you meant oh. potted plant. So, like, potted plant, right? Oh, yeah, sorry. I spent some time in a foreign land where they don't say potted plant. They're Pot plants. Hey, welcome to French Eddie. Let me know if you need anything or want to try anything out. Uh, I'm Tommy, by the way. Actually, I'm going to be closing up early tonight if I can. Ah, uh, fancy date. Oh, no. wait, let me see your hands. Do you make a woman very happy, sir? Oh, yeah, I, uh, I am married. It's not a date. I'm going to head to the gym with those guys that just left. We're uh, gym bros. Nice. And he winks. Oh, my God. There are so many assumptions happening here. Do you want another gym buddy? I could always use some male encouragement. Uh, oh, um, yeah, I, I, I guess you, you can meet us at a, um, at a, at Sweat Fitness. That's where we go. You want to meet there in like an hour or so? I can definitely meet you there with your friends. See you later then. Thanks. You all make your way to the gym, and as you're doing this, the time just keeps passing by. It's been 30 minutes, an hour, an hour 30, still no Tommy. Okay, I think this was on me. It's not like we didn't know this guy didn't have an active membership here. I'm not gonna lie, my feelings are kinda hurt. I thought we had something (laughs) to go on. 
wasn't that the whole point that we like wanted to follow him out of the store when it closed? Instead, we're like, we'll meet you at the place we know you're not going to go to. So like, let's go to the smoke shop because I think I have an idea. All right. All right. I'm going to pull on my gloves and I'm going to try to take some pictures of the address book. Mm, smart, smart, smart. You turn it to this week or this month and you see there are some letters written on four of the days of the week. On Friday, it says SMT. I think we've got three alarms. I think we have two knocks and two alarms going off at this point. Like, Yeah, we just need to get the fuck out of here. We need to get out of here. Uh, the store's doing bad, and they're going to be doing much worse if we take what was in that safe. But we can talk about this <laughs> later. Three of you will run out of the shop. You are certain that you hear the sirens of the police coming in this direction. You're not sure which direction it's coming from. We fucked up. We gotta go. <laughs> I think we should go to the park. We need to be not where we live, but surrounded by other people who look just as suspicious as us. Uh Zestasha, I think that uh, it might not have been the best idea to leave those two <laughs> to their own devices. Even though we're the two that like started the agency. I totally think that we should be at the house and we should be doing our job because we don't want to like upset Daddy Lynn Spectre. We were hired for a reason. We got a job to do. It seems that the backyard, like, seems very safe. Maybe we can, like, just go through the back door. Unfortunately, the door is locked. All right. Well, listen. I I know a guy down the street that uh, that can jimmy this lock for us. So that way, nobody has to know we were even here. That sounds, like, super good. I'll give you that. Rux, did you do the check? Whenever you're looking for a key, always look under the mat and the potted plants. Well, anyway, like, thank you, Robert, for helping us uh, find this mysterious key key, so that we could, like, get into this house. You're, like, totally so vibe. Anyway, could you just, like, leave? Okay. Bye, bye, Bobby. Oh, Bobby will wave and then walk back to his house. I think that we should just totally go ahead and check the basement, like, now. All right. Well, sounds like a plan. Zestasha's uh, metallic eye, um, mm. it glows uh, uh, a bright pink. I just wanted to let you know that, like, <laughs> totally, there is a door here. Let me solve this for you, I guess. And Rex's claws come out. Well, I probably shouldn't touch this computer screen with my, uh, fat claws. I just made a mess in there earlier. You should touch the computer screen. Oh, I guess you can hear me. You're not too far away, Zestasha. Hey, there's a, um, this thing says a face ID's required. I don't think it's looking for my ugly mug. Uh, just stay away from the computer until I get back. But I'm going to go get, like, a little picture of Tommy from upstairs and just, like, put his little picture up to the computer. And then, like, you know, we'll figure it out from there. Okay, before you go, uh, maybe get one of everybody who lives in this house. We don't know it's necessarily Tommy's. Oh, my gosh. That was such a biblical idea. I can't. I'm so proud of us. Look at us go. Uh, 
there are family portraits on the wall. You see Tommy hugging his two kids. Oh, they're at the beach. They love to travel together. And then you come across a picture of everyone in the family, all four people. However, you don't see Pamela in the picture. You see Tommy standing next to another man with the two girls. Um. Huh. Oh, okay. Is that his son or brother or something? I don't think so. Oh my god. I, <laughs> are you two brothers? Rux, I just, I don't think that. But so you think these can't... two are a couple? What's that? Yes. What was that person in the bailing you out detective agency? Who was that? I don't know. But something's definitely amiss here. And we need to figure it out soon. I'm going to text Sasha and Rux. Tommy's coming home. Detectives, I need your help. It's a matter of life and death. I warn you, it will be dangerous, but I will pay handsomely. Grab your strongest weapons and meet me at the penthouse of Showtel at 10 a.m. Tell the front desk that Tokyo Bed and Breakfast sent you. Oh my god, I like totally know who that is. One of the leading influencers on Tentacle. Oh, wow. I don't think I've ever been to uh, this side of the city before. It's pretty nice over here. Look at that beach. Oh, my God. Like, I feel like I feel like such a high-end influencer right now. We have arrived at your request, mademoiselle. Oh, right. Okay, here's the tea. More specifically, here's the oolong half-calf chai tea with soy and lemon wedges. Yeah, it's that serious. I've got my own reality show where I'm finding my true love. Maybe you're watching it. But I need help deciding who to eliminate and who should win my heart. Zestasha is crying. Uh, so you want a background check on these four gentlemen to see if they will treat a lady such as you correctly? Kind of, except I need you to fight them. To the death? I'm down to the final four and I want them to prove that they can defend me. You're going to act as intruders trying to get me and take me away. Yes, we accept, Tokyo. This. We accept wholeheartedly, really? 100%. And I go to the NDAs and I start forging your names. Base <laughs> oh eating the rest of the napkins out of the bowl. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> We're um, with Tokyo Bed and Breakfast. We're doing a reality TV show. And it's like, I guess it's like, I love New York. We are fighting all of her suitors. And we're fighting her suitors to see who's the best one. This whole thing is ridiculous. I'm not going to beat up some guy because he wants to win the heart of a lady. And then I'm going to kill somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't. um, Oh, my God. They're just joking. (laughs) Welcome back to A Night in Tokyo. Recording myself finding love while being famous. Grayson. Luna, Kai, and Liam, now is the time for you to prove that you can defend my livelihood and make me feel safe. And remember, this is a live stream episode, so millions of people will be watching. Bay lifts up little globules that look kind of like arms and goes, I want to kill somebody. (laughs) And casts Fireball on the throne. Uh, Oh. I did 44 fire damage. Randall. <laughs> oh, no, not not you offing them in one round. Randall. You're going to kill Look someone. At, 
So did you come to a decision? I've got to go do the cherry blossom ceremony. I just wanted to let you know that, like, I want Luna to win. So I choose Luna to be the winner to get a cherry blossom. Which one of them was the worst TV? Uh, Probably Liam. They're just not super exciting. I like the Grayson. I mean, he listens to what I have to say, so. Zastasha gives me a high five because that was a good ass question. Oh. Are we all in agreement that it should just be Liam that goes home? Do we have to kill Liam? Or is that no, I, no we're not killing anyone, friend. Are we all in agreement that Liam's the one that's going home safely without being scarred for life? Home to heaven. <laughs> okay. So the decision is Liam because they're boring. Got it. All right. Well, everyone say bye, Liam. I'll wake you up in the morning for the dates tomorrow. We've got three and we're starting early, so get some rest. The one bit of homework assignment that Tokyo gave you was to pick the order of these dates. I'd, I'd say that the, we go to the zoo first, then we go to the rec room to get out all of our rage about these trapped animals, and then we go to a speakeasy. I think that sounds I think that sounds like a good day for Tokyo, don't you? Here's the deal though. You have to go on all the dates with me. So I'm just going to like move my mouth for the camera and you're going to ask all the actual questions. This is very smart. Right? I'm just out of my element dating normal people. We were voicing Tokyo Bed and Breakfast for her. So she's going to dub herself, but we have to ask these questions. And Luna the Owlin is very, like, super fan. We've already gone on one date with Luna. We have two more to go. Grayson will say, All right, darling, ready to go to the rec room and wreck some shit? (laughs) Yes, hot. Let's break stuff. Do you often use acts of physical violence to express yourself because you don't understand how to communicate emotions? Whoa, that's so different than The way I was drinking this White Claw and almost spit it on my computer, (laughs) bitch. How about this, darling? You can ask me a question, and when I answer you, I'll throw you an electronic for you to break with a bat. Pick it up and, like, take a swing. I want to whisper to Rux to see if they can take, like, one of the flash drives or something, because this is very suspicious, getting rid of all of this equipment. As you enter, you talk smooth. A speakeasy with craft cocktails. The music stops. Uh, We've got a treat for you today. If you could give a round of applause for Kai. Uh, He's going to do a poem today for everybody. Oh, no. No, thanks. At Poet Kai on Tentacle. Zastasha, as you feverishly type that in, you realize that Kai is an aspiring slam poet with 12 followers. Oh. Oh, God. We went on three dates. Giles will take you from the 17th floor down to the 8th floor, where you will pick up Luna. Where's uh, the other guy? Liam or Grayson? Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't see him this morning at all. Oh, no. You're going to hear some crying coming from Tokyo's pink parlor. I got a message from Grayson that he's withdrawing from the competition and doesn't want to be with me. Oh my god, are you serious? This waiter doesn't work. <laughs> you hear from outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, and he wouldn't even film anything. Like, I just need him to be eliminated. I've got a plan. Absolutely, girlfriend. So I need one of you four 
to wear a green suit and pretend to be Grayson, and we're going to have that cherry blossom ceremony, and I'm going to eliminate him and tell him what scum he is. Can tell, but uh, Grayson was a hill dwarf, and uh, I'm seven foot tall. Hi, you also have kneecaps. (laughs) Base shifts into Grayson's form and says, There's really no one who could do this impossible task. No, not you. Not you. <laughs> what are we doing here? Oh, uh, well, I hate women and my waiter doesn't work. <laughs> See, that's impossible. No one could be a good version of Grayson. <laughs> I'm really upset now. No, Bae, I'm doing this at this point. Look how much I got squeezed into these pants. I don't care anymore which one of you does it, as long as one of you is out there to just get your ass reamed and eliminated like Grayson. Can we both be out there be Grayson? The final cherry blossom goes to Luna. Oh, I'm so excited I won! Oh, oh I changed my date of birth to no longer be a Pisces for you! Their couple named Tuna? <laughs> Hot dog sandwich here. Get your hot dog sandwich. Okay, you look like a normal hot dog stand guy. Uh, can I get four standard hot dogs, please? You want that with the peppers or without? With, please. You got it. How about for you? Hey there. I love your cat pendant. It's very, very nice. I just want one normal hot dog, you know, with just ketchup. If you ever oh ask for ketchup, at my fucking hot dog sandwich stand again. You're gonna have Zazij coming out of all your holes. You hear me? Do you promise all my holes? <laughs> oh, God. I have to go home. Oh, no. Watch this one. Teach them what a hot dog is, eh? Uh... Yeah, I'll do my best. You found a securities shop. Uh, it's got security devices for your business, as well as weapons and armor, things that you might need. I mean, if I want you to come and uh, program the security alarm to give my phone a call whenever the alarm goes off, do I give you my number now, or...? Oh. Oh, yeah, I can help set stuff up. That's no problem. What day do you want me to come over? Do you like meat? I do. Oh. I've got a lot of sharp teeth here, huh? <laughs> I don't know what this means. Then I will see you Wednesday. Pardon pardon the intrusion. Uh, I'm Inspector Riceballs. I'm investigating a robbery that was a nearby business. So so you guys didn't hear the loud noise that happened on Friday. Loud noise? There are a lot of loud noises in this part of the city. Uh, have any of you been to the French 80 smoke shop? Are you familiar with it? Ah, yes. We don't have to answer any of your questions unless you detain us. I mean, are we under arrest? Do we have to sit here and talk? Okay, okay. I don't think anyone's to talk. You're probably not going to be seeing that man in the shop anymore. Uh, unfortunately, his house was also broken into, and it seems he was home and surprised when it happened. Oh, no. Would you mind holding up your hand there? Uh, Rux, is that your name? Oh, no. I'm not doing nothing. Are you arresting me? No, no. Just... <laughs> nope. Here's my he hand. their hands behind their back. Brody Streets, who has sung his own theme music. I'm part of the main event this Sunday at the WWP event Proviver series. Five on five on five. There's three teams of five, and my team only has two people left because of a string of accidents. It feels like somebody's doing something, because the winning captain of this match gains control of WWP. So there's a lot on the line in this match. This is how they decide presidency? 
Yeah, it's a very common wrestling storyline that makes absolutely no sense, but we do it anyway. In order to get you backstage, I'm going to have to disguise you as wrestling talent, so I'll need you to act like wrestlers. I'm on the job. I mean, I'm I'm on the job. If we're going to enter into any type of agreement, we need uh, some sort of NDA or something like that. You don't tell anybody uh, anything you learn about us. Uh, except that we are excellent investigators, because please keep in mind that the main form of advertising that we do is word of mouth. While there is such thing as confidentiality, we do want people to, uh, you know, recommend our skills to their friends hey. so that we can, you know, eat food and Lynn. stuff. Lynn. <laughs> and Rex tries to pull Lynn off to the side. Does Lynn... <laughs> Good, because I was just about to pull you off to the side because uh, <laughs> word of mouth, <laughs> people got to know that they can trust us. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I know, but uh, we just broke into Tommy Wasabi's house and now he's dead. Yeah, I don't know what contracts you guys normally have people sign, but I just need your help. And I mean, I'll train you as wrestlers so that way you kind of get a feel for what you need to do. Can you uh, meet me at the Wide Open Hand Dojo tomorrow and we can get started with training? Uh, what time? Early as you can. We got a lot to go over. Okay, so 10 a.m. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, okay. Yeah, we can help this. We help this guy. But ju- I just, can we, can we also please like try to figure out who killed this Tommy Wasabi? I'm like, I, I'm super paranoid at this moment. I can't. I can't even breathe. So you have been hired by Brody Streets. You guys seem to be getting a hang of this wrestling. There is no one else that you know of that would have a grudge against you. I don't think so. BJ Fashion, before he joined my team, was working with Ron Wiena. He was the first one injured. Actually, he's from Soul Quest. He lives around here. Oh, a local man. Excellent. I think we should go talk to BJ. Sounds good to me. Sure. Absolutely. BJ's got a nice house, big old pickup truck in the driveway that looks like it has a little bit of damage on the back end of it. Rux, you are the only thing nearby taller than it. Everybody else is shorter than this truck. Rux is interested in the vehicle. Let me check it out. Uh, What kind of lock is this? All right, I know these locks. Step aside, everybody, and cover your ears. Oh, no. And cast knock on the door oh god which opens the door makes a huge noise and everybody in like a what one mile radius is scared shitless from it the other thing that you notice is that the emergency brake is loose it pulls to the right towards the passenger side it seems like it's leaning that direction i mean it just looks like a failed uh, emergency brake to me as you're doing this the front door of the house swings open what the hell are you doing here what was that noise what are you doing to my truck Ah, hello, sir. I am uh, Lynn Spector from uh, Balin You Out Detective Agency, and we are here at the bequest of your friend and teammate, Brody Street, to uh, make sure there is no foul play involved with the championship. Why don't you get away from the truck? Let me lock that. So just be careful and come on inside. BJ had just invited you inside. He's got a huge leg brace on with pins going into his bones. Here's what happened. One morning. It was really early, uh, it was still dark out, and it's cold, so I went out to start my car, went back inside, fell on some black ice that I didn't see the first time, and fell underneath my truck. I ended up hitting my truck on the way down, and that rolled over and crushed my ankle. 
After it rolled over me, it went down the driveway and took out my uh, neighbor's mailbox. Did he show you the video of the other accident of large production? He did not. We are just working our way down the list, but do you have a video? Yeah, yeah. Who, uh, who, who looks over the safety? Who's the safety guy? Uh, we got a crew that sets up the ring before the match. The referees are supposed to check, do a quick check of the ring before each match. And I mean, I'll admit, I'm, I feel really lucky. That, that truck is six foot six, 10,000 pounds. Sorry, that's how wrestlers say height and weight. Yes, yes. <laughs> you don't have any security cameras. None of your neighbors are a little, you know, obsessed with making sure there is no raccoons in their garbage. And they have security cameras. Actually, my neighbor across the street has the doorbell camera, and that's how they, they sent that to their insurance company to prove that my truck hit their mailbox. Uh, thank you, thank you. So we will go visit her, see if we can get a copy of that video, because, I mean... Is there a window we can look out? Three of you look out the window and see some red and blue flashing lights on the street. Um, um is that... A, uh... Is that the police? Hey, do you have like a hidey place or something I can go out the back or anything? Um, maybe some gloves. Wait, I don't know. Um, Rex, why do you why do you want to hide? It's just the police. Well, because I know. But last time that detective dude, he was asking to see my hands, and I know he saw him before I hid him behind my back. The thing is, we were in the house, and I scratched that door, and yeah. I touched the computer, yeah. and I touched all that stuff. Of course, but like you're innocent until proven guilty. So like they can't. Um, although, but I'm guilty of being in the house. Yeah, I mean, I am too, but I, you know, I think it's going to be okay. I think it's going to be okay. You know what, Rex, how about this? I do all the talking, okay? Okay. Bay is currently BJ Handjob. Nice. Oh, but you're walking with both legs. Yes, but that's part of my plan. That's a terrible oh. plan. Okay, well, I'm definitely going through the back, so you guys can figure out what else you want to do. Uh, that's so, uh, Bay, go with them. Bay starts walking towards the front door. No, Bay, you're going with you're going with Rex. Uh, great, I'm glad that we're all on the same page. I just don't know if being BJ is best decision right now. Like he is, there will be no one else in town that is wrestler. We should maybe wait day or two to be like, I got healed. I am fixed. Come attack me again. Yes. And we're not going to talk to the lady with the camera. We're going to do that later. We are making our way visibly away from the scene. I know what I want to do. I want to find the sewer people. They would make a post as BJ Handjob. Hi, all you wrestling fans. It's me, BJ Handjob. And if you want to... I'm perfectly healthy, so if you try to hurt me, you... (laughs) Failed, and you're uh, round two, ding ding, and the sewers meet me tonight. Lynn is gonna go with Bay because they're old friends. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll join you all and go into the sewer or whatever, but like, let's just be like super careful. Vrema, you're gonna come into the sewer with us? That was honestly the last thing that I was expecting. Right in front of the agency, you went down into a grate. You're in like a rounded pipe. There are walkways on either side of a flowing river of gross, sludgy, smelly mess. Everybody look for trash. Everything floats down here. They're looking specifically for more of those little pink candy wrappers, maybe like a trail. 
We're gonna go this way, okay? And find the source of these pink wrappers. And maybe we could like, take life by the horns, live life on the edge. We'll have you continue and you reach yet another intersection. The pipe from your right has a, a noise coming from it. There's two slimy, wet, white and brown things with a bunch of mouths and eyes and appendages pops up from the sewage. Oh, oh my god. Why, why are we fighting? Are we, are we brothers? Are we the same? Are we friends? Are we rela- Where did we come from? All of the mouths are mumbling at different times. We're not flushable. We're not flushable. We're not flushable. We're not flushable. Okay. We're not flushable. Okay. They, like, totally need to be cleansed. So, I'm gonna, like, cleanse them. It takes this shot from your laser rifle. And splashes into the sewage and starts to float downstream. Gross sewer water kind of splashes up on everybody. I think I was laughing and then it got like in my face and I threw up. So I'm like, oh! (laughs) 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 Gross. I'm never getting this smell out of my fur. We got to get the fuck out of here. Welcome to Deli Furtado, where I know what you want, and I got what you need. Yeah, Bass trotting in on a horse through the front doors and goes, Blur ass! Blur ass! Okay, there's a person with a hood over their head and sunglasses on. It's like, ah, that's me. Come here, come here. I found him. We are meeting new friend, and it is time to get talking, my man. And I will sit down, and I will hand him a mimosa. Oh, Thank you. And this way, we are just friends meeting before brunch, you know? Yes. Nothing suspicious. Here, here's, here's what I need you for. I'm gonna, he pulls, he reaches into his pocket and pulls out two little plastic containers of a chunky red sauce. This one is a family recipe that's been passed down since my grandmother. And this other one is what they sell here at this deli. I need you to get the person that owns this, who happens to be my ex-boyfriend, to confess that he stole my recipe after he d- broke up with me. I'm pretty sure I can solve this mystery in like 10 minutes if we just want to do this here. I don't trust you, so no. No, no, I'm interested. Hold on. What? You then hear from the kitchen some dishes breaking, a loud scream, and someone goes, There's a man eater. <laughs> okay. People start fleeing from the kitchen, screaming, and you hear a loud, that's right, you are in between cases right now. You just took on a case from Bluis uh, Nachos. And he wants us to investigate his ex and prove that he stole his grandma's recipe for tomato pesto. And we're going to take his ass to court. And then all of a sudden, there's a man-eater. Bay gets we- back on Angelica and goes, follow me, follow me, follow me, down, down, down. Yeah, let's uh, get out of here. It's in God's hands now. No, no, no. Uh, excuse me. No, um, this would be a great opportunity for us to be uh, not only like crime solvers, but like the heroes of the day. From the kitchen door, there's like a swinging kitchen door with that circle glass that you can see through, right? Mm-hmm. As you're approaching the door, there's a yellow eye that appears. There's like a hard bill in front of the eye and a white stripe going down a black feathered face. Oh, it's an escaped dinosaur. Oh, no. The freezer door in the kitchen is wide open. And you can hear a... 
Oh, help. Oh. Can I just shoot it? I'm gonna shoot it. I don't think we should kill the dinosaurs. I think we should kill the dinosaurs because they're literally- It belongs to the zoo. And they got loose. Uh, Bay would like to pick up the office phone and call the future police. Uh, I'm sorry. Am I noticing that Bay has been useless this fight? I'm sorry. I, I solved the case. How many cases have you solved by yourself? I mean, you're, the person who you built this thing, this whole enterprise with, is like encased in ice, pissed themselves, and has been attacked. <laughs> I have been attacked. Rux is bloodied, and you did nothing. I got the dinosaur to stop peacefully. Okay. It's sitting. If you fire that gun, you're fired. <gasps> no. No. It's the zoo. What can I help you with? There are two escaped dinosaurs. They're at the deli for a toddler. You can come pick them up. One of them's dead. Hey, uh, what's your name, fella? Oh, uh, oh God, it's so cold in there. Uh, Zag is my name. And Zag. Oh, hold on. Did uh, you happen to have, like, a one-night stand with a person and then steal uh, their grandma's <laughs> recipe? God, Jesus Christ. All right, let's go back in the freezer. Uh, come on. Come here. All right. And, and Rux picks them up by their collar. Nothing bad will happen to you if you tell me the truth. It's not my recipe. It's just a recipe from the can of fucking crushed tomatoes. Now let me the hell out of here. All right. Give me one. Or can okay, back so check you... it to see if it matches this. And then Bay pulls out the recipe book. A uh, zookeeper come into the kitchen. Where's the dinosaurs? Uh, they are in the freezer. Okay. She wipes her nose with her sleeve. Come here, you little bitches. Rexa. Jimbo. One of your dinosaurs is like totally dead and the other one's like basically on the ladder. It's just, it's kind of your fault that they got out and kind of terrorized this entire scene, so. Killed Rexa? Uh, I mean, this dinosaur, they were killing us. How did they get out? Mm -hmm. Some shit's going on at the zoo mm -hmm. that you don't need to worry about. How's that? I need, just need your information because there was a reward and I'll have somebody come down to meet you with it. Okay, take better care next time. <laughs> Okay, we are going to sit down. We have scheduled HR meeting. And like, also, I'm very upset. Bay, this is not like personal or anything like that. I just don't like you. Uh. <laughs> You're a boss. We were all like, no big deal or anything like that, but like super in danger. And you did nothing to help. Pardon? I did deserve to help us stop the dinosaurs. So I, I got a message from Tokyo Bed and Breakfast. She kind of has me, like, maybe doing some stuff with her or whatever. It's not me, it's you. Are you, are you quitting? It's not me, it's you. We will match retirement benefits, please. Can I come with you? No, I'm sorry, you can't. Um, come with you! Yeah, the captain's holding the door open and looking at his fake watch. No, I don't really trust you. So, because I just think that, like, Lynn and Bay need to know this. When we left Tommy Wasabi's house, I did leave before you did. You and I both know. That I didn't kill Tommy Wasabi. Why are we fighting so hard? Zasasha's been so mean to me. I'm leaving expeditiously and never coming back. I think that the normality of having a person over to set up a security camera in my house will assuage the personal turmoil, I feel. Lynn's feeling a little delicate after the personnel change. He has a very unhealthy relationship with his work and his personal life. Well, Meoward will happily walk in and I guess- His name is Meoward. Yes, Meoward. Meoward applesauce. So is everyone eating at the table together or is this just a Lynn Meoward thing? Bay's not there. Bay's hanging out by the sewer doing some self-reflection. Hey, buddy. I hope you're okay. I hope you don't take it personally what the Zestasha said. 
I thought I was helping. Hurt people hurt people, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate you coming out here to make me feel better, but I think I need a little bit alone. Okay, um, don't go into that sewer without me, all right? Bay pulls a little bit of themselves out of the sewer grate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Crikey, look at that butte over there. What, what, are, what are you? Some kind of anthropomorphic lion? <laughs> wow, <laughs> that sounds lionist. I don't know who you are, and uh, I'm not somebody that needs to be studied. I'm just over here minding my own business at my job. Hello, I'm sorry. I am Erwin Corrin, and you look like something that I could learn about, mate. No, I'm not a something. I'm a someone. Ooh, ooh. You're kind of bothering me with this weird line of questions. What are you, a cop? No, I'm not a cop. I'm just a zoologist. Bay's feeling like they don't belong anymore, especially since Lynn was trying so hard to get Zasasha to stay and not really giving a shit how Bay felt. I'm so uh. sorry. Katie. So I, I think they're going into the sewer, leaving little uh, trash wrappers like breadcrumbs so they don't get too lost. You've just exited the sewers. You're walking back and you see there's one particular booth in the wall that's lit up. That's right. You found Madam Cookie's fortune telling booth. There's an animatronic woman inside the booth. Uh, long, curly, dark hair, a purple scarf on her head. And it says, two credits for fortune. Ah, I love these things. They mostly tell me that I will die young. The eyes of the fortune teller open up. Sometimes the first two minutes is the most important. And she puts her hand over her, hiding her mouth and nose and says, in the bedroom. This is very good advice, I think. Uh, not that this is not something that I did not know, but uh, it's nice to have a, a nice fortune every once in a while. So thank you. Madame Robot. Yeah, this is going to be a rip-snorter of a good time. You cannot find treasure with a clenched fist. That sounds like a dog's breakfast. The screen hiding Madame Cookie opens up, and she goes, High five. Oh my god. Her hands grasp yours for a quick second, and she'll say, That is also Clue. And then she will let you go. And a rush of memories come towards you. You actually recognize this woman, Rux, and I think you know why. Well, hold on. Did I... Did I... You brought me here. Anamique? I am Anamikatronic. Anamika... <sighs> oh, I can't do it. Anamikatronic. It's me. I have many booths in city. I am fortune teller. Give me two fucking credits, I'll do it. I put him in aggressively. Oh, thank you. Eggs, once broken, can never be unscrambled. You're welcome. That uh, made no sense. I, I just remembered that I have a map of the entire sewer system. Because of my uh, background in dealing with uh, different animals and rising to the top in my social circles. Crikey, gnarly, Barbie, shrimp. Oi, governor, bruv. Gnarly shrimp on the barbie. What do you want me to do? Flanny, footy, flannel, friend. Bangla, well, uh, the rest of the team and I, we, uh, figure out the, uh, we figure out the plan. We, uh, you can stay here and talk to, uh, the uh, continue the interview with the head of HR. 
His name is Le Capitaine. And I like to think that Erwin's like, wow, someone with actual authority in this place, like Le Capitaine. It sounds so like, you know, official and like someone intelligent in charge of this whole operation and then walks in a raccoon. Uh, do I trust any beverage that he make you? It uh, <laughs> is probably dirt, but uh, he very intelligent and uh, take good note. <laughs> it's, it's probably dirt. I'm going to hustle everyone out the door. And then as soon as we're like a block or two away from uh, the office, I'm going to be like, there is a plant with a camera that I did not buy. And I think that it listened to us. Can you guys remember buying this plant? Oh, that spider plant? No, that, that plant wasn't there. I figured you put it there. I don't touch the plants. I don't. A lot of plants don't like when you drop ash on them. They burn. Don't we have cameras now? Good job remembering that, my old friend. So when we get back to the agency after wrestling, we can review the camera footage. Let's go train. Gym montage. You head over back to wide open hand. It's all about the extra stuff. It's not about what you do at the gym. It's all about what you take at home. You know what I mean? Then Silver Powder will say, all right, I don't want to do this in the dojo because in case we get caught, we're going to get kicked out of here. But do you want to go out back real quick then? Yes, yes. Okay, Okay. so this stuff isn't technically legal, but it should get you through the match. Could be addictive, don't take it for too long, but this should help you out a little bit. Okay. It's like a little square gummy. Ew. Okay. And he's like, just take that a couple hours before the match, should get you through the whole thing, and any pain you feel, you shouldn't feel it too much. There is, are there any other guys on this? I want to make sure that I know what I'm going up against, you know? We talked to BJ Fashion. He, uh, somebody left his truck in, in neutral instead of putting it in, in park or pulling the emergency brake. Do you think yeah. that, uh, was he doing these performance enhancing gummies? BJ? I mean, BJ likes the substances, I won't lie. <laughs> BJ actually is the one that hooked me up with how to get it around here because he knows all the, uh, all the friends in all the clubs around here. Oh, mm. I sense a storyline connection. Yes. <laughs> it only took us 18, 21 episodes. <laughs> yes. We uh, got drugs from one of the wrestlers. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. Rex says, be gay, do crimes. So Silver Powder gave us the drugs, but yes. BJ Fashion got Silver Powder those. Yes. So... What is the plan for today, since I am a new member of the team? Oi. Well, dress a little uh, more comfortable for the clubs, and then we are going to go out and see if we can find the person who is providing these wrestlers with their drugs. As you guys enter the club, the music is blaring, the lights are going, and Rux, your head just starts pounding with these bright lights. Rux is going to take the gummy out of their pocket and say, I guess, uh, <laughs> that uh, side effect thing that Lynn was talking about zapping him. Maybe if I take this, it'll just go away. <laughs> Come on, hair of the dog. Okay, well, these are healing, too. Who would have known? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's I not healing if it's what hurt you. <laughs> I really get some more of those. Fast. There is that uh, heavily guarded area near the back. You can see those two guards. I think that will be our best bet for, you know, the high rollers, uh, the people who are Dealing with the eye value material. Uh, VIPs only. High rollers. The, hey, look at me. Don't I look like a high roller? I don't know you. Well, 
I am a roller and with a lot of money. <laughs> and I am high. Yeah, we heard from the guy that was guarding the door that your delivery did not come in as scheduled. That really sucks. It's a bumping night out there. I bet there are a lot of people who are looking to, you know, spend a lot of money to enjoy themselves this weekend. Yeah, he's not answering his phone either, which is upsetting. He'll flip open his phone, checks his messages, can see the name Tommy Wasabi is who he's trying to contact. What happened in the club? They did not know that Tommy Wasabi, the person that, uh, you know, hooks them up, had, you know, passed away. So after they were pretty low stock based on uh, what they normally have, just because there was no Tommy Wasabi to bring them new thing. And Rux has drugs. Can I see those <laughs> drugs, mate? You're not going to take them, right? They, I get headaches sometimes and they help with it. I will not be. Okay, that's interesting. Um, yeah. As Rux exits their room, there's just a pungent, awful odor coming from Rux. And Rux, you're feeling the same headache as you did before. Did you shit yourself? Is that what Chris... Um, your constitution oy. save was a shit yourself roll. Oi, mate. Uh, are you aware that you smell like a John Dory? I'm uh, aware that you talking to me and these lights being on is hurt is killing my head. So uh, that's what I'm aware of. <laughs> I don't think that this is a matter of hygiene. I think that this mates might be a side effect of the drug. Hey, I know a guy that knows a lot about drugs. Why, sure, Rox. I'll be right over. Doctor Drugs on the way. Doctor Pulled Pork is going to begin inspecting. Taking each one individually, holding it up, kind of feeling it, putting it back down. Interesting. No, that does not seem right. And then he'll separate them, one aside from the rest, and he'll say, I don't think this is actually a Max Gummy. Uh, the rest of these, though, uh, appears to actually be a Max Gummy. Dr. Pulled Pork is on the case of investigating this smell. Bay has a new telepathic power, which is very interesting. I better not be turning into a fucking fatberg. Is there anything specific you need to be doing at Wide Open Hand? Is there anything specific you need to talk yes, about? Yes, okay. yes, oh, yes, yes. Okay. Punching meat. There needs to be a punching meat montage. <laughs> As you know, most martial arts places have the punching meat cooler. This, the, the, uh, I'm going to eat this pig after. <laughs> He's going to be turned into a normal hot dog. <laughs> Chicago style? Uh, no. Just catch up. <laughs> Rux calls twice in a row, like calls, lets it ring for like 10 seconds, hangs up, calls right back in case Brody's phone was unsilent. On the second call. Brody has something he wants to say to all of us and puts Brody on speaker. The two night event of Brovivor series has now turned into a one night event due to some contract restrictions at the stadium. Uh, which means that we're not wrestling on Sunday. We are wrestling on Saturday, tomorrow. Make sure you get a good night's sleep tonight. You know, carbo load. I'm so glad that we're wrestling under your name. We get all the help of Don't Eat an Hour and a Half Before Wrestling. This, so you I, I, will, I will make sure that everyone is taken care of, that we carbo load. Don't worry, don't worry. I've got it all handled here. And, uh, you know, maybe we can discuss extra payment for extra stress and discomfort for the extra day shift. Spend the rest of the day training. And learning how to wrestle. And that's going to make the best chance of us to win this whole thing. Okay. 
okay. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, train until you throw up. That's what I want. Train until you throw up. But, That's but, when you've worked hard enough today. Brody, uh, I, I never want to, you know, attribute malice. And I get the way that you're talking to us, you know, as a little bit of malice. But uh, you know what? It could also be attributed to incompetence. So, <laughs> so uh, thanks, Brody Streets. We will see you tomorrow. And Rex hangs up. Then we're going to make the way to Unnamed Stadium for Bro-Viber series. What's on the craft services table? A lot of pasta. You got your Alfredo, you got your pesto. Nothing like a nice cream pasta before hitting the rest of the match. <laughs> you know. Do, does anyone have, like, test for poison or something? Can we see if it seems a little sus? Uh, detect poison and disease? I can cast that. And there's no poison anywhere. All the food seems like it's edible. The only disease you're picking up is that Ron Wiener has IBS. So I'm really nervous. Do you guys have any advice for a new wrestler? Italian Saddle will put his plate down and look at you and say, What I would recommend is you stop using such cheap oil on your body. Here's the oil you really need. It's called durian oil. And he sprays it on his hand, and it is the worst smelling oil you've ever smelled in your life. And he just starts <laughs> rubbing it all over his stomach and Ew. chest and arms. Hey, I mean, I'll take some of that durian oil. It smells like it'll fend off bears. Oh, yeah. I'll give you some durian oil. And he's going to flick rucks on their forehead and then walk away. Hey, that oh, was that's... rude. Silver Powder is going to be there to meet you. Brody wants us to make sure that we know who's behind what's happened before the match. Uh, he did say specifically that we need to look at the first match. Bay and Lynn, you are purely focused on the match. You don't even hear the text message come through. But Rux and Irwin both got the text. And it says, Brody just arrived, meeting him at the parking garage. Can someone accompany me? Erwin's gonna go. Oh, we're separating? Yeah, Rex will look around to see who saw that. Um, I give you the peace sign. And then I say, uh, on my way, mate. Erwin makes their way backstage. A few minutes pass by. As Siri Pleasure looks like she has the championship in the bag, Rux, you get a text message. It's from Brody Streets. Five minutes away. See you guys soon. Huh? Oh my god. Oh fuck. As Siri Pleasure drops to the ground, winning the new championship, a loud bang erupts from the back room. You can see the parking garage has a limo parked in it. The back half is still lit ablaze from the explosion. And there is pink and silver glitter everywhere. And that's where Erwin is. Oh my god. And there's a lot of blood viscera in the area. Lynn, oh. as you look over, there's about 20 feet from the limo on the ground is silver powder. Rux, as you approach silver powder, you see the damage is severe. Silver powder is missing one of his legs, half of one of his arms, and is severely burnt. Rux runs out of the building with silver powder and like slaps him in the face to see if he's conscious. Silver powder, what happened here? Oh, uh, Erwin and I were going towards that limo. Why? And, uh, I thought Brody was there, and Erwin opened the door, and then it was just light, boom, and while Rux is checking on Silver Powder and questioning him, Lynn is going to start looking around. As you get closer to the vehicle, you see Erwin's hat, and it still has pieces of hair and blood and viscera on it. Mm, Inside or outside? Uh, On the inside of the hat. You kind of see little pieces of what's left of Erwin. Unfortunately, Erwin didn't make it. 
another character? <laughs> well, you know, you have to figure out who killed Erwin. Okay. Yeah, now Erwin's another I'm uh, right with it. casualty in this. <laughs> we haven't really known him. No one's paying us for this. Referee will come in. Everyone just go back to your uh, locker rooms. Uh, authorities will be called. Everyone stay back. Rux is going to look at Party Streets. I have to find a new person for the match. Because if I don't have five people on my team, we get disqualified. You need to tell me what's what exactly is going on here. Surely you know more than you're letting on. What am I hiring you guys for? I thought you guys were looking into this. Why are you questioning me? Uh, at that point, can I roll to grapple? It's mostly Rex just pushing him up against a wall and lifting him off the ground. You guys, oh my god. You know, I should not have to say this, but please do not manhandle the clients. Where were you guys when, uh, maybe 10 minutes before that car exploded? Mortician will say, I've been sitting in this chair, drinking this whiskey for the last hour. Walking Stick will hold up his other middle finger now to join the one that's already up. I was outside having a cigarette. That is my vice as well, my friend. Ugh. Puzzle. Yeah, bruh? Why does your bag smell like Italian saddle? Italian saddle and I, we were doing, like, stuff, you know? I was playing with his uh, lean tower of pizza, you know. He meatballed my sub, if you will. If you want to be his lover. Then we got interrupted because, like, someone came in and, like, was, like, blowing up the bathroom. Not an explosion, bruh. Like, not, like, a bomb, but, like, the bomb was in their butt. Uh, Ron Wiener, was that you pooping? Did you interrupt the, <laughs> this lover's, this lover's um, rendezvous with your poop? I had a... Yes, that's that was me. It was In the bad. place where people go to poop. Bro, what did you eat? And like, this is a men's locker room, so you know it smells awful. How did you make your poop smell more awful than like the men's locker room? I had a lot of that Alfredo. And I also went to this place in town called Avril Bovine. And their slogan is, why you gotta make me so constipated? So I thought I'd be fine having the Alfredo. No! I wasn't. Christopher! <laughs> <laughs> like psychic damage. That so one. Walking Stick and Mortician are our two top suspects. As this conversation is happening, the door swings open, and standing at the threshold is Inspector Riceballs. Oh, God. Uh... Uh, I'm here to question everybody about the murder. Oh, <laughs> You must be the mysterious three wrestlers on Brody's team, I'm guessing. So if you could head to his locker room, I'll be with you shortly. God damn it. Ah, yes. I am Shannon Powers. But you all can call me Shannon Powers. Shannon Powers is a um, historical <laughs> uh, reenactor. Um, oh. <laughs> there is a knock at the door, and it will slowly open. As soon as we see Rice Balls walk into the room, Bay's gonna touch... Rux cast invisibility on both of us. Do you recall the contestant Grayson Thudbarrel? Uh, yeah, the one that did lots of uh, activities. Dead? Is he dead? Yeah, unfortunately. He was found at the zoo, about 15 feet from the zombie exhibit. Uh, that's also where the dinosaurs are from. And where Irwin used to work. And also where Luna took Tokyo. Uh, it was after I spoke to you outside of BJ Fashion's house that I decided to look back at the day that he was injured. Uh, and I want to show you this video. There is a tall, shadowed, cloaked figure on the other side of the truck. Some ice shoots out of the person's hand, 
and onto the ground underneath the truck. The person who did this would be somewhere around 6'10 to 7 feet tall. Shit. If watching Tokyo's show, I'd like to go back to Grayson. Rux clearly had a way of controlling Grayson during that battle, making him fetch things. And on top of that, there were these slash marks on Grayson's neck, right? And they kind of match these slash marks I found at Tommy Wasabi's residence. And he'll open the Unho deck and Stop fan it. through them <laughs> and pull out one that is torn in half. <sighs> at Tommy Wasabi's residence, you see, it looked like someone tried to break into the back door and their card got stuck on the door. Fuck. All of this can be explained by us being hired by Pamela Dionysus. You, you would aren't... have to talk to the police. And you and refuse you have... to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking to the police. Well, then, yes, well, Rex, then, Rex the won't talk well to then, do you see it? Oh my God, Tisha. <laughs> I would much prefer you win this, Brody. But when you're done with this match, Rux and wherever the hell Bay is, you're both under arrest. For suspicion of murder. Uh, shit. Jimmy Riceballs is going to arrest Rux after the wrestling match because <laughs> Rux is being set up for the murder of Tommy Wasabi and Grayson. This is a phobia of mine, not being able to talk my way out of a situation because I can't. <laughs> There's no escape. Brody was able to convince Inspector Riceballs to let him have you as wrestlers for the match. So we're about to start the match. You have as much information as you can gather to this point, And Brody will say to you, any idea who we should target? Any idea who did this to my team and who we should really focus on? Hey, I think uh, that it's that uh, walking stick character. But... Uh... You know, don't listen to me. I'm wanted for murder. Everyone, we should get ready for this fight. Um, it seems it's going to be uh, a doozy. As you say that, Brody's music starts to play, and the crowd goes wild. Brody, Brody, Brody. The other ten wrestlers are already in the ring waiting for you. The bell rings, and it's time to roll initiative. That's a level four sorcerer spell. Ooh. Oh, bitch. Let's do it. How are you going to kill our team? <laughs> I got a 30. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh. What the flying oh. fuck? Ref Erd turns into a bucket. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Are you allowed to attack the refs? Well, I guess you're going to find out. I feel like this is going to turn into a bloodbath now. We don't have anyone to say, hey, you can't do that. That's illegal. Perfect. But then again, you did send, a, send out a whole fireball. So I guess... Okay. <laughs> if we can't cast spells like Fireball, Lynn is fucked. Lynn is literally visibly pissing, shaking, throwing up, crying, screaming. Like, not like physically, but like emotionally pale, sweating. You know, emo emotionally pissing yourself. Don't tell me you haven't emotionally pissed yourself. So Brody Street swings the axe, Puzzle collapses to the ground, and is rolled out of the ring. The bell dings, the crowd roars. The person in charge of the WWP is now... Brody Street! Brody does chest bumps and stuff. And of course, we all know at the end of the last episode, Rux and Bay are now on the run, and Lynn and Shannon Powers are still in the ring with Brody Streets. 
there is going to be some time lapse between season five and season six, so we're not going to pick up right where we left off. So I'm going to let the consequences of their action in season five dictate where we start in season six. And of course, that season won't be coming until mid-November. We do have a Halloween one-shot coming on Halloween, and then the following week it's definitely going to be two episodes. I'm calling it right now. Uh, so season six will be starting then the second week of November. So if you want more Rollgay Roleplay in the meantime, you can find us on RollgayRoleplay.com. All of our links are there to everything, our social media, our Patreon, which is patreon.com backslash Roleplay. We've got monthly episodes on there. I think we have about 30 hours of bonus episodes plus all of Brandon's pre-goss that he puts out there. So a lot of stuff that you can listen to, plenty to get you through until November. You can also follow us on social media. On Instagram, we are RollGayRoleplay. And on TikTok, we are RGRP Podcast. We're going to be hosting more on there, some stuff about the cast, some stuff about the show, just some fun gaming clips. Of course, we have our YouTube gaming channel as well. You can watch us play Pico Park and uh, Human Fall Flat and Raven's Watch, I think is the next game that we're coming out with. That could be the wrong name. I think I called it the wrong name like four times while we were actively playing it. Like the game's title was in front of me and I just didn't care. Oh, there's also a clip in the video that's coming out where Tisha is the meanest she's ever been to me. So that's fun. Also, if you've been enjoying the show, please do us a favor. Take the time to give us a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform. It really helps new listeners find us. So please, five-star review, a written review if you can. On Spotify, you can do a Q&A too, which has been so fun for me to read. I'm going to start reading those on air because some of y'all are hilarious leaving those comments. You can also join our Discord, talk with other listeners and the cast. We have game nights. We have movie nights. It's a whole blast on there. It's one of my favorite places is our Discord. And if you want me to DM a game for you, I am now available. I'm a rental DM. You can rent me. (laughs) But yeah, you can rent me as a DM for a game night. It's a two to four hour long virtual session, so it can be done anywhere with anybody you want, uh, up to six people. I've got that available on my Beacons, which is beacons.ai slash Lemonade, or it's the link in any of my social media. So if you follow me on social media, just click the link in my bio, and that's where you can rent me as a DM. It can be D&D, it can be another roleplay game. I've kind of written these stories to be whatever we need it to be. Oh, and I have a code for RGRP listeners. So if you want to rent me as a DM, use promo code RGRP and you get 20% off. And you get a game night with me, Chris the DM. So yeah, while we're gone, find us on our Discord, find us on our website, find us on Patreon, find us on social media. And now I must leave you again for a few weeks. Yes, I'm going to have another bonus episode come out soon just to, like, bridge the gap between seasons. But yeah, season six starts in November. Our Halloween one-shot is on Halloween and then the following week, and I'll have something else in between in September. Until then, bye, everyone.